Welcome back to the Women of Marvel podcast, where the women of Marvel assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. I'm Adri Cowan. I'm the social media manager. And I'm Judy Stevens. I'm associate producer. And we're bringing you today a guest um, who knows all things about audio. Judy, why don't you introduce yourself? I am Angie Cornette. I am uh, the executive producer and division director at Graphic Audio. And we make graphic audio a movie in your mind. I'm so audio entertainment or audiobooks. Oh, I'm so glad we get to talk to you because I want more people to know about this. It has um, graphic audio has saved my commutes at times <laughs> when I used awesome. to do really long drives. Um, and I'd love to hear from your lips what um, what graphic audio is to tell our audience who may not be familiar, and um, then tell us a little bit about what you do there. Okay. Um, well, graphic audio is, just like I said, a movie in your mind. Um, it is an audiobook, but not your ordinary audiobook. We have cinematic music in. Um, a lot of it is some, you know, a lot of the themes are composed originally by our in-house composers, um, so they're original themes. We have sound effects. Um, some of it's fully work that we create here. Um, and we have a full cast of actors. So um, some of our productions, for example, Civil War had, like, I think close to 50 actors on it, and um, and then we have um, so so it's like a, a full production. Typically, they run anywhere between um, five and eight hours long, um, and uh, you can get them on CDs or you can get them on download formats. We even have um, a very high fidelity FLAC format, um, which is just awesome to listen to. And we um, did uh, actually one of the, one of your titles, uh, Spider Man. Drowned in Thunder was done in 5.1 surround sound, so you could get, like, um, you were feeling the web just, like, crossing over your head, and it was pretty cool. Anyway, so that is what we do. We, we create, um, we take, uh, you know, novelizations, and we we make it come to life in your ears. <laughs> and, and you do this with a lot of different properties, so it's not, it's not just Marvel, but we're psyched that Marvel is involved. How did you get started working with Marvel and kind of taking those books and bringing them to life in audio? Um, it, that's, that's, a great, that's a great story in itself. We, actually, we, um, we just finished doing Snakes on a Plane. We actually um, adapted Snakes on a Plane, the movie, right to graphic audio. And there's a long, funny story about that for another time. But um, at that point, I was um, shopping around, and I did work. Um, I did start working. Uh, with the, the distinguished competition, and we did hone our skills a little bit doing some audiobooks there with them. And um, I did come to come to you guys, but it was a no for about seven years. Then finally, we were able to do a cool deal, and we were able to bring Civil War. That was our first big production with you guys, and at that time, we had really honed our skills on this, um, and it was fun to do. It was a really fun production. And now as the executive producer slash division director, what does that mean? <laughs> Tell us what that means. <laughs> that means um, you're a jack of all trades. <laughs> yes, that you means, wear all the hats. Uh, I, manage, uh, I manage all of graphic audio, um, everything from the marketing, the sales, the editorial, the legal licensing part of it, uh, dramaturging a property, all the way to overseeing the production um, and doing all the social for it. That's so cool. I love that we get to talk to you, too, because it shows a different way that women and, and anyone can get involved in Marvel. Uh, this is a way that 
you, you know, you don't think of, right, first off, when you think, oh, how can I work at Marvel? This is an awesome way, even if you're studying sound and sales and, and, and audio, um, it's a great way to get involved in the publications on a different light. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, it's, it's really cool. You get to work with very creative, talented people. We do have fanboys here that um, know the Marvel Universe well, and it's, it's really a fun process all the way around. Can you tell us a little bit about your career path? Sort of, how did you come to be at Graphic Audio? Well, I'm, I'm, you know, this, the Cutting Corporation, which is the parent company, is an audio production company. I um, went to Carnegie Mellon University and got my degree in um, music composition and um, had to learn recording production as part of my degree and also did an industrial um, management background as well. Um, the fun, uh, here's a fun fact. I roamed the halls when Agent May was roaming in the halls. Ming-Na Wen went to Carnegie Mellon at the same time. She was a couple years older than me, but she was That in, is so cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, at the College of Fine Arts. And um, so anyway, um, I, I started working here in audio production as a, a sound engineer. So, um, and I was, I was working back in the day with tape, <laughs> and I'd splice tape and record with uh, old analog reel-to-reel decks. And so from there, it's uh, just um, this, this particular company has been a fun company to work at. Um, they, you know, were the recording audio industry in general is typically male-dominated, you still are seeing women come through and shine. And this place has been wonderful because, you know, they noticed what I was able to offer and what I could do. And then I was able to manage graphic audio and, and, and kind of help build it up, which has been fantastic. And um, it's been wonderful because even in our stable of directors and sound designers, we have two wonderful young ladies that work with me. Um, in the group, and it's, it's rare to find women in this field, but, you know, if you really work hard and you really want to do it, you can. I think now would be a great time to let the audience hear what something from graphic audio would sound like. It really is like a movie for your mind. It's not just an audiobook. It has uh, character descriptions, costumes, music, sound effects. So let's take a little listen right now. Graphic Audio presents Marvel Comics Civil War. Energy tingled across his skin, dancing along the millimeter-thick sheath covering his body. Wireless sensors reached out, touched matching circuits on boots, chest plate, leggings. Microprocessors winked to life. Armor plates snapped open, seeking out his body, locking into place, completing each circuit in turn. Gloves clicked on the fingers. The helmet came last wafting easily into his hands. He lifted it onto his head and snapped the faceplate down. For the first light of dawn, Tony Stark rose up into the Manhattan sky. Avengers Tower dropped So that was amazing. I'm so excited to hear more of it. Why don't you tell us a little bit sort of how the process is for putting together a book? Um, you know, where do you start? Um, well, we have, we have a, it's, it's a, a long process, um, but it, the process begins first with a script adapter. Um, typically, it is one of our fanboys that, that, because they know the Marvel Universe very well, um, they're able to, you know, you know, pair off and figure out who the cast is going to be and, and all of that, and then uh, or break out what the roles are going to be. Um, we have a stable of, like, 
amazingly talented actors in the Washington, D.C. area coming from, I mean, a thriving theater community. So we've got all these wonderful people we get to work with. And then once it's done from the script adaptation stage, it goes to a director. The director prepares the script. He basically casts the script, um, he or she. And then they um, bring in all the actors in, and you know, we record um, all, the, all the different voices. And then a fantastic sound designer puts everything together. They get the vocals all together. They layer up the sound effects, sometimes making um, the sound effects, as I was saying, we do Foley work right here. Um, we have either a composer or sometimes a sound designer's composer write original theme for it, and then we um, uh, do uh, put the whole thing together, and it's, it, it comes to life. It's just amazing. It's like a full theater production. That's incredible. Yeah. I want to picture the sound effects guys with all these things on a table <laughs> and, like, shoes and making, like, walking sounds. Is it all oh, digital? Yeah. There's or? been times where, like, they're supposed to be chomping on, like, you know, there might be, here's a good scene. I, Nan was explaining to me at one time as one of our directors that she had to m- imitate the sound of someone chewing on, like, dried fish or something, and the person was a vegetarian, so she had to bring dried fruit in, and so they're chomping <laughs> while they're talking. <laughs> You know, <laughs> the microphone is pretty cool. That sounds like the best job ever. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. What do you think? I mean, obviously every project is a little different, but what you know, what's the timeline from start to finish? Um, four to five months. Some you know something to that range. You know, something. It doesn't. When you have something as big as Civil War and upcoming, we've got the Secret Wars. Um, it, you know, when you've got something like as big as Secret Wars, when you have such an um, amount of uh, Marvel Universe characters in it, it takes time to get all of that put together. So, you know, about four to five months. Wow, it, it sounds it sounds really amazing to sort of, you know, obviously hearing it is one thing, but seeing sort of what goes on beyond in the, in the background, and you're managing every single one of those pieces. So props to you. Well, thank you, but I, I, I have to give props to my peeps. You, you know, that's the thing about working here is you have people that are passionate. I've worked with some of these guys for over a decade now. Our, I have a, an amazing production manager, Dwayne Beeman. I have to give a shout out to him. And then, of course, my two, you know, two huge um, Marvel comic directors here, Richard Rowan, who's also the velvety voice that you hear in a lot of our productions, and Scott McCormick. And um, I have to give props to the team um, the sound designers, we've had Patrick Stratton and Thomas Hogan working on it. And Thomas Hogan, may, may I say, is an amazing composer. Um, I, all I can say is I gush over these guys because they're so talented. You just see it written on the word, and they just bring it to life. It's like, wow. And so, and then the you know, stable of actors, just amazing. You know, you just, I've always shocked because I get to listen to it as soon as it comes out, and I'm like, you know, popping it in the car and just, just like on my commute and I'm like astounded every time. Do you sometimes feel tempted to ask them to <laughs> record your voicemail message? <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, oh, actually, you know what? That's so funny that you say that. I actually have a promotion where we do do that one time a year. We allow everybody to, you know, kind of participate and try to try to get, you know, uh, the, the people select whoever gets um, a certain voice and Rick has done many voice messages for people. <laughs> I love it. That sounds amazing. I would totally, that's uh, something that, like, I always want to have someone, not me, do my voice message just to, like, switch it up sometimes. <laughs> that's I think everybody feels that way about their voice. So, for, the, for our listeners at home, do you have any advice for anyone who would like to, you know, jump into this field? 
Um, I think, you know, this has been something that just sort of migrated or generated in it to itself. And I think the big thing is be open to opportunities, you know, be willing to do the hard work that's necessary. And it, there is a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. I, I know make it, I make it sound fun, but there is a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that goes behind this. And just be able to shift gears quickly and adapt. I mean, I think being a jack-of-all-trades is important and just being open to, to doing what needs to be done. Here, here. So for those at home, how can they find all these amazing pieces? They can go to www.graphicaudio.net. We have um, all of our wonderful Marvel productions at www.graphicaudio.net. We do have a Facebook page. Um, just look up Graphic Audio, a Twitter um, a social account, and as we also have where you can, where you can follow us. And um, we also have a SoundCloud where you can also listen to all the clips. I'm definitely going to go and, and dig up that SoundCloud when I'm back at my desk. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, if you, go, if you go to the website, we have it all up right on the top of the page. You can just go one after another. <laughs> Check it out. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. This is amazing. It's always great to hear about different industries uh, that any woman or man can work in. But it is the women of marbles. Yeah, so. obviously. <laughs> we want to highlight all the astonishing women working in our industry wherever you are around the world. So thanks for joining us, Angie. It's been amazing. Well, thank you guys for having me. This has been fun. Thanks. We're going to leave our audience with one more clip and uh, check out our new Instagram for the Women of Marvel podcast. It's Instagram.com slash the women of Marvel. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. From above, the van didn't look suspicious. Iron Man watched it pull back onto the interstate. I'm streaming you video from my cameras. Confirm that as a vehicle identified from surveillance footage? That's a confirm, Iron Man. Only gray 1990 line in the region. Sorry it took all afternoon to find. We were looking west on I-10 until a trooper called in the missing plates. They're coming up on the off-ramp. Understood. Thank you, Highway Patrol. Preparing to engage. Copy that. Jarvis, give me thermal imaging scope and fix on target. Iron Man's video feed switched to hazy infrared. He could pick out shapes inside the van now. Okay, one driver, one front passenger. Very hot spot in the back. That's our boy. That's a lock. Iron Man sped up a little and arced across the evening sky. He felt omnipotent when he was... This is Marvel, your universe.